Does it ever end? I mean, does the virtue signaling ever end? You would be hard-pressed to find another network in this country that is more obsessed with race than ESPN. Just last week, the face of ESPN, Captain Doofus himself, Stephen A. Smith, he was talking about the white privilege or the supposed white privilege that Pat McAfee enjoys at the Worldwide Leader in Woke. Now, never mind the fact that when Sage Steele was working at ESPN and she was being essentially silenced by her bosses who just so happened to lack melanin, I don't remember one time when Stephen A. came to the defense of Sage Steele. The tool of mythical racism, it only seems to be used when it fits their narrative. For the first time since probably last March, College basketball dominated the media headlines yesterday. And when I say college basketball, I'm not talking about the professional basketball that Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese are playing. I'm talking about the amateur basketball that young men play at the collegiate level. I know the news in sports is slower this time of year. NFL season just ended. The NBA's coming out of their annual all-star disaster. There's nothing going on in college football. But even with the news being slow, It was still somewhat surprising to see college basketball dominating the headlines yesterday. I mean, this is a sport that used to dominate the conversation from January all the way through March. Today, the influence of college basketball has shrunk from three months to three weeks. Now, there are plenty of reasons why that's the case. The only reason March Madness is still popular is because of gambling, the brackets. The NBA has destroyed college basketball because potential star players are in the G League or they are playing professionally overseas. The one-and-done rule decimated college basketball. Basketball, more than any other sport, heavily reliant on star power, kind of hard to build stars when players are only there for one year, or they are passing up college altogether. But problems in college basketball, that's a topic for another video. What wasn't all that surprising yesterday, the two stories that dominated the headlines, Neither one of them had anything to do with the actual game on the court. The first involved college kids at, I believe it was Wake Forest, storming the court after they upset Dookie. The virgins on Twitter, they were upset. They were outraged at this display of toxic masculinity. Court storming should be outlawed. It's too dangerous. Someone could get hurt. It's too painful to watch. Yeah, where is that same energy when shit fucks are storming streets across America, looting high-end fashion stores and calling it a peaceful protest? God forbid college kids are excited about an upset win and they have a little fun by storming the court. Now, the second story that elicited fake outrage yesterday, or maybe even legitimate outrage, happened during the North Carolina-Virginia game. ESPN, they could not help themselves. It took the worldwide leader in Woke all of 10 minutes to reveal their virtue signal. I'm sure you guys probably noticed there hasn't been a lot of media outrage towards the NFL this year. Normally, January, February, those are prime months to charge the NFL with violating the first woke commandment. Thou shalt not commit mythical racism. The NFL, they beat those charges this year by hiring a record number of blackhead coaches. So now, the media, they have to get creative when it comes to stories of racism. Dave O'Brien, Corey Alexander, they were calling this game yesterday for ESPN. And before you ask who in the hell these people are, don't waste your time because I have never heard of them either. Yesterday, it was the last Saturday of February. It was ESPN's final opportunity to celebrate Black History Month. 
They decided to get creative with their virtue signaling by pointing out the number of black head coaches in the ACC. Now, as you're about to see, the caption of this graphic read, ACC head coaches who happen to be black. Happen to be black? What kind of shit is this? I happen to be having a bad day today. I don't happen to be white. The way ESPN worded this caption, it's like these guys woke up one morning, stared in the mirror and said, I'll be damned, I happen to be black. Pretty sure they have known that since birth. Now, I don't know anything about Corey O'Brien and Dave Alexander. I'm sure they are extremely nice dudes, but I don't envy the position that ESPN put them in yesterday. Nine of the 15 head coaches in the ACC, or 60% of the conference, are black head coaches, which is great, which is great, but I just don't know why it matters. I don't know why ESPN felt the need to point this out to the audience. When it comes to coaches, there's only one thing that basketball fans really care about. Is he a winner? Yes. If he's a loser, it doesn't matter what race he happens to be. Fans are going to want his ass to be fired. For over a minute yesterday, Dave O'Brien and Corey Alexander, they had to find interesting ways to discuss this virtue signal. In keeping with tradition at ESPN and their absolutely horrific coverage of basketball, this discussion, it took place during the actual game. So if you are a fan of Virginia or North Carolina and you're looking for analysis as to what's happening on the court, you are looking in the wrong place. ESPN, they were more concerned with talking about the race of head coaches instead of talking about the actual game on the court. Now, I blacked out some portions of this video for copyright reasons because they were talking during the actual game, but watch it for yourself. So led by coaches who are black, that figure is the most by number and percentage of any Power 5 conference. Then we'll get to a point as to where we're not concerned about the color of the coach's skin. It's simply about the fact that these are very good basketball coaches leading great basketball programs. OBU and I did a game at North Carolina on Martin Luther King birthday weekend, and we had two black coaches, Hubert Davis and Red Archery from Syracuse. And the best thing about that entire thing, in my opinion, was the fact that you didn't even recognize the fact that it was two black coaches until I mentioned it to you. Am I the only one that thought this was kind of weird? Well, I know I'm not the only one because even the people on Reddit were confused by this. If you thought Twitter was bad before Elon Musk took over, Twitter ain't got nothing on Reddit. Now, don't get me wrong. There is some normal people on Reddit, but there's also a lot of dudes on there that haven't been inside of a woman since birth. They're easily triggered. They are easily outraged. Normally, I don't understand their fake outrage, but I kind of understood it here yesterday. One of the dudes on the broadcast, I don't know if it was Davey or Corey. ESPN didn't reveal their names to us. I guess they were assuming that we knew who the fuck they were when I had never heard of either one of them. But one of these guys said, we'll eventually get to the point where we're not worried about the race of head coaches. Um, I think most people are already at that point. Hell, I think most normal people of all races have always been at that point. If you were to follow the logic of the mainstream media, I should automatically be a supporter of Dennis Allen in New Orleans. He's white, I'm white. We are brothers in our whiteness. 
Now, obviously, that couldn't be further from the truth. I don't care if Dennis Allen is green. I don't want him coaching my Saints because he doesn't consistently win NFL games. He's really consistent at losing games, but he has never been a consistent winner. I would take D'Amico Ryans over Dennis Allen any day, and it's not because I'm feeling guilty of white privilege and I want the Saints to hire the first black head coach of my lifetime. I would take D'Amico Ryans over Dennis Allen because he's a winner and Denise is a loser. Later in the clip, they were talking about a college basketball game they called earlier in the season that featured two black head coaches. With 60% of the ACC having black head coaches, I would imagine this happens with regularity. But one of the ESPN announcers said, I thought it was great because you wouldn't have known there were two black head coaches until I pointed it out. It's happening with so much consistency, we no longer need to point it out. Okay, that's great. So why are you pointing it out if it no longer needs to be pointed out? It's not like blackhead coaches in college basketball is something new. Three years ago, there were 110 blackhead coaches in college basketball, 31% of the positions filled by blackhead coaches. Now, of course, at the time, this wasn't good enough for Anscape, ESPN's site that's dedicated to highlighting mythical racism. It's great that there's 110 blackhead coaches in college basketball, but there are 358 coaching positions. How come we don't have 358 blackhead coaches? Hell, I don't know. Since we're in the mood for diversity and equity, how come we don't see more white players in college basketball? How come we don't see more white players in the NBA? Last I checked, only 20, maybe 25% of the NBA white players. So let's use the media's logic here. They always like to point to percentages when talking about blackhead coaches. According to their logic, if the NFL consists of 70, 75, 80% black players, that same number should be blackhead coaches. Well, 60 to 70% of the American population happens to be white. How come college basketball, how come the NBA isn't 60 to 70% white players? The answer is rather simple. Most of them aren't good enough. There is no such thing as equity in sports, or at least there shouldn't be. Later tonight, I'll be watching my Pelicans play the Bulls. During the game, you know how many times I'll say to myself, I wish I saw more white players on the court. I wish I saw more people that looked like me. Where is my representation? You know how many times I'll say some dumb shit like that? None. Duncan Robinson's a white dude plays for the Miami Heat. If you gave me the option to trade Zion Williamson for Duncan Robinson so the Pelicans had another white player on the roster, I would turn it down instantly. So would every other fan in the Pelicans fan base. The only people obsessed with race are working in the media. The rest of us are obsessed with results. Black, white, Hispanic, Asian, doesn't matter to me. If you're coaching my team, the only thing I care about is winning. Outside of that, nothing else really matters. But give me your thoughts on this. ESPN gives another virtue signal and it completely backfires. The worldwide leader in woke got torched yesterday on social media. Do you think fans care about the race of their head coach? 
I go to a good bit of games. I never hear this brought up. The only time I see this mentioned is in the media, and it's mostly from ESPN. But you let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Like, subscribe, share the video. Appreciate your support. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys tomorrow.